Welcome to episode 310 of The Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Whitney, Diana, Amanda, Sharon, John, and Nancy. They use the donation button on our website. Thank you, Whitney, Diana, Amanda, Sharon, John, and Nancy, for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Before we begin, we would like to state that in this show we represent ourselves rather than any 12-step program. During this show, we will share our own experiences. The opinions expressed here are strictly those of the person who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. We hope that you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. My name is Spencer, and I'm your host today. Although, you won't be hearing a whole lot from me. Oh, you'll be hearing my voice, but not my words, I guess. I'm currently out of town at a conference. I have a backlog of communication from all of you, or some of you, I guess, actually. So I thought I would put together an episode with your voices because that's kind of what I have the energy to do right now. Sam wrote to us about service. Hi, Spencer. Thank you for the podcast. I currently have a temporary four-hour round-trip daily commute, and your podcast makes it a pleasant experience. I find myself walking a little slower once I'm off the train so I can listen a little longer. I'm grateful for you, your experience, strength, and hope, and all your lovely speakers. Recently, I've been discussing service with a few of my fellow Al-Anon members. I've found that service enhances my recovery in a beautiful and giving way. It could be a service role in my home group, volunteering to do a main share at an open meeting or convention, or sponsoring another member, etc. I feel service at all levels feeds into the tradition of Al-Anon being fully self-supporting, not to mention Step 12. I'm very passionate about service, if you can't tell. It pains me although I can understand it to some extent, that service is seen to be a chore by some members and that I see reluctance to take service regularly. I'd really love it if you could do an episode on the gifts of service. Many thanks. Take care. Sam. Thank you for that letter, Sam. And, you know, I don't think we've really talked about service on the show. So there's an episode idea. I'll put it out to you, the listener, if you have experienced the benefits of service to Al-Anon at any level in any way, let us know, you know, call and leave a voicemail or send an email. And since I haven't done that yet, you can call and leave a voicemail at 734-707-8795. You can use the voicemail button on the website to join the conversation from your computer and if you prefer not to use your voice, you can send an email to feedback at therecovery.show. Thanks for the idea, Sam. Penelope writes about episode 308, which was my episode with Mary Lou, Carrie, and Pat about the program tools. She says, I re- especially enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Spencer, Mary Lou, Pat, and Kelly. I listened to it twice and will come back to it again. It was a wonderful reminder of Elanon's many tools. Best wishes to you all, Penelope. 
And Jessica also wrote about the same episode. She writes, Hi, I'm listening to your program tools podcast from London in the UK. I needed a meeting so badly and I found this. Thank you. I'm actually from Ann Arbor. So I love the fact that you're doing this program in Ann Arbor. Had no idea. Jessica F. Thanks to both of you for writing. Um, that was a fun episode to do. It was nice to get people into the studio rather than on the phone. Natalie left us a voicemail. Hi, Spencer. My name is Natalie. This has been such a helpful source for me. I'm somewhat, I'm pretty new to the program, probably about a month now, maybe a little bit more. And I have, there's been a lot of things happening in that, in that month, and so I've kind of gone full into it and have a couple sponsors, go to meetings all the time, and I was so pleased to find another outlet I could use. I'm often commuting and listening to your show, and it's been such a gift. So thank you so much. I guess what I was wanted to hear, you know, going away from getting advice, maybe just sharing your story of how you dealt with being a loving, supportive husband with still giving space. And right now my husband and I, for a month now, haven't been living together. We're not legally separated at all, but, you know, something happened where it crossed a line and it's it's best if we don't live together. And so I'm just, I guess, wondering where, what your experience was with still expressing love and, you know, contributing to somewhat of a relationship because that is my objective and that we haven't broken our, our vows or, or separated legally or anything, but I don't talk to him every day. And I find myself, you know, having a hard time, obviously not responding to some things or going into things, but I try to at least express love or, you know, write that I love him. And so I just wonder how you, how you went through that. I can't remember if you and your wife didn't live together for a time, but, but no matter where your boundaries were in communication and even just expressing love when you're still letting that other person find their way on their own. Sometimes I feel like saying too much is, is not necessary, but then you have the desire because you love them. So, yeah, I'm just kind of struggling with that and still finding my way with that. So I just love to hear your thoughts about it. I know I've talked about this, Natalie. How was I a loving, supportive husband while still giving my wife space to find her bottom, uh, to find her own path to recovery. <sighs> I'll say it wasn't easy. I'll say I don't really know how. I know that I did and that that came from, for me, it came from working the program, from lots and lots of meetings, lots of AA open talks to understand that I really couldn't do anything and the support of a higher power that let me get out of the way. Maybe that's not a helpful response, but it's, it's what's true for me. Thanks for calling. Deborah asks, I have been listening and learning from your podcast. I would like to find a similar podcast for Alateen. Any suggestions? And I'm afraid I don't. I don't know 
of an Alateen podcast. I guess I've thought about having Alateen members potentially on the podcast, but if they're under 18, there's all kinds of potential legal issues that I really don't even want to think about getting involved with. But I could. And if you've been in Alateen and maybe have recently, so to speak, graduated and you'd like to talk about your Alateen experience, let me know, you know. Call the voicemail, send an email, and we can set up a time to talk. Also, Allison had an Alateen-related question. She writes, Hi, Spencer. First, I wanted to thank you for the podcast. I have been listening every day on my way to work for the last few weeks, and it is very helpful. Today, I listened to Genevieve discuss Alateen and would like my daughter to go to the annual meeting, but I cannot find any information. We live in Ohio. Do you know where I can find out about the next meeting? Thank you, and best to you, Allison. I have tried to get information about the COMIAC, which is Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Alateen Convention. And the the Googles are not helpful there. Um, I think I'm going to have to contact the Alateen sponsors that I know directly and see if they can give me some information and some pointers. I might also suggest contacting Alanon in your area or the Alanon World Service Office, and they might also know. Sorry, I can't be more help. And Sarah called with a voicemail. Hi, this is Sarah from Massachusetts. I'm calling you on Thanksgiving Day. I'm full of gratitude today. I'm a grateful member of Al-Anon. I'm so grateful for the recovery show. It's been an incredible boon to my recovery. I've been listening to it in between meetings and on long drives, and I'm just so happy that I found it. Today, I thought of a topic that I wondered if you've ever talked about. I did a quick search and didn't find anything, but there's a, it's not an official slogan, but there's a phrase that I hear people around here say a lot in Al-Anon meetings, little by slow. And they speak about little by slow, finding recovery. And, and it means a lot to me because one thing that I need a continual reminder to do every day is to slow down. I want to do everything fast and it prevents me from living in the moment. And I also want to recover as quickly as possible. One of the most important things that my sponsor says to me almost every time we speak is slow is good, take it slow, little by slow. And I find that incredibly powerful and very counterintuitive to my nature, which wants to fix everything, control everything, and hurry up and be a perfectionist. The way that I can find real recovery, I have found, is taking it little by slow and one tiny, tiny step at a time. That's a much more lasting way to find results, has been my experience in this in this program. So I um, hope that someone else might relate to this, and I wonder if you have any further thoughts about it, Spencer. Thank you again, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Bye. You know, I had not heard that expression, little by slow. I guess it's sort of a variation of little by little and progress, not perfection. <laughs> it's a neat little expression. Like, you know, things happen, but they happen a little bit at a time. 
and slowly they happen as sometimes I have heard they happen in God's time, not my time. So that's all I've got right now. Thanks. Thanks for calling, Sarah. Patty sent gratitude. Hi, Spencer. I introduced myself to you at an Ann Arbor meeting over the summer, saying that I listened to you in China when there was no Al-Anon. For years, you and the phone bridge were my only Al-Anon. Now I'm listening to your Thanksgiving episode on a train crossing Poland where I am on vacation with my eldest child, age 20. I just want to say something I should have said years ago. Your show is just vital to my recovery. I still travel a lot, and your show is often my only Al-Anon. I'm a double winner, and I manage to get to physical meetings of the other fellowship abroad, but I often struggle to find Al-Anon overseas. So the S in my gratitude list is Spencer. Thanks a million. Patty, who says she's a University of Michigan alum, formerly in China, now in Chicago, with a child at U of M. So, hey, Patty, maybe I'll see you again at a meeting. You know where to find me. Anne wrote, Hello, Spencer. I recently came across your podcast, and as a mother of two small children who can barely get to meetings, this resource has been invaluable. Thank you. I'm wondering if there are any private Facebook groups for this program where we can safely receive more direct feedback from others' experience, strength, and hope. I do this with parenting, and it has been incredibly valuable. Your story is so similar to mine, though my children are still very young. My husband and I have been stuck in the loop of periods of sobriety. He wants to try to moderate. He makes what I consider a mistake while drinking or triggers me based on his past behavior while drinking. I blow up, freak out, threaten, and leave, and he says all the things and rejoins the program again. After a period of time, because he's seemingly quitting drinking because of my feelings about it, he is honest with me that he thinks he can try again. It is such an insane cycle. I was listening to your episode on detachment with love, and I'm so curious, during those hard years with your wife drinking, how did you make sure the children were safe? How did you co-parent with someone who I assume would be unreasonable, irrational, and not sane at times and still stay connected? Were there kisses, dates, long conversations? I have such a beautiful connection with my husband during his periods of sobriety. I'm not sure how to detach with love when he's drinking and his personality changes. It makes me insane. Again, so grateful to you for the work you're doing. Sincerely, Anne. How did I make sure the children were safe? I think probably there were times when I didn't do my best at that. I know there were times when I didn't do my best at that. You know, my wife was not in any way a violent person when she was drinking. She did sometimes drive with them drunk, and I did my best to make sure it was me driving when I was thought she might be drinking. But, you know, that happened. Emotional safety for the children, I think, was a little more difficult. I can't really say that I maybe was able to do much of anything there except to be there for them and to be, after I'd had some Al-Anon, maybe the more sane and loving parent. Hard to say. How did I co-parent with someone who was unreasonable, irrational, not staying, and still stay connected? And I assume you're saying stay connected to my wife. And the answer there is not very much. She had one 
or maybe two longish periods of sobriety. The first one was all like pink cloud and wonderful, and the second one probably was a little more like waiting for the other shoe to fall. A couple times when she was in a residential program, they actually would not let her talk to me or vice versa, which maybe was a good thing. Didn't have to worry too much about the co-parenting then. I think basically I just kind of took took control as much as I could during the time when she was drinking. I was the parent as much as I could be. Let's see. Next question. Were there kisses, dates, long conversations? I would say there were the physical manifestations of kisses and dates and so on. But for me, at least, there was not any significant emotional connection. It just, it didn't work for me. I didn't feel able to connect. And I think long conversations did not happen. Just didn't. I don't know. That's my experience. I don't know if it's helpful or not, but it is what it is. I have thought about, occasionally have thought about making a private Facebook group for listeners of the recovery show. And I haven't done it partly because I feel like I would want to be in there doing what I don't know and that I don't have the time. I managed to get onto Facebook maybe once a week or less. I know that my friend John, who has the podcast Sober Speak, does have a private Facebook group, as he calls it, the super secret Facebook group. It seems to have uh, a fairly lively community of people in recovery, maybe mostly AA members, but I know that there are a bunch of Al-Anon people there. So you could check that one out. Just listen to an episode of Sober Speak podcast and you will get information on how to join his group. Maybe if enough people say, hey, let's do a thing, or maybe somebody else starts one and lets me know, we could have a secret Facebook group for the recovery show. Thanks for the idea anyway. Rachel wrote, I am learning how to have compassion and less anger from the lies and betrayal and manipulation. I've been told by these programs to let the feelings out. I am learning to let go of what I can't control. I have good days and bad days. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing your experience. I am positive that somebody, maybe many somebodies are listening who can totally relate. I know that when I heard my experience from somebody else's mouth, it helped me to feel that I was not alone in the struggle. So thanks. An anonymous listener left this voicemail. Hi, Spencer. I totally enjoy listening to your episodes, but it seems there's a new format on my Android phone, and it's not clear to me how to download the episodes anymore. Could you maybe post something that shows how you can download? Or maybe I'm just an old fart and I'm just missing how to do this. That would be great because otherwise you do have to listen to it, I guess, when you have an internet connection. And I like to listen to you in the car. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. And all I got to say is, oops, 
So I tried to upgrade the site to a, a little bit of a more modern look, and I'm still working on the details. Those links should be back, the download link in particular, but also I noticed the subscribe links were gone on like phone and tablet. They're not gone on the computer, which is, I guess, why I didn't notice. Also, the download link is now like a little icon that looks like a cloud with an arrow pointing down instead of the word download. Should be there now for you. Amy says, I was listening to episode 308 of the podcast where someone mentioned getting one of the Al-Anon books for free on their phone. I can't find a link to this. Can you help? Many thanks, Amy. And as far as I know, actually none of the Al-Anon books are available for free. There are a few that are available as ebooks, which I took off the Al-Anon website just now, are How Al-Anon Works, the, uh, the blue book, as we sometimes call it, Courage to Change, the Daily Reader, Having Had a Spiritual Awakening, which is sort of a daily reader, except it's not doesn't have a calendar or anything in it, but it has short readings. The Forum Magazine, which is a monthly magazine that uh, has electronic versions. And Alateen, the basic Alateen book, is also available as an ebook. You can find those through the Al-Anon website. If you go to the Al-Anon website, click on the Al-Anon store link, and then on electronic literature, which is in the categories list at the right of the page, it gives you links to get them from Amazon for Kindle, from Apple Store for whatever it's called, iBook or something. There's a couple other versions. I think there's a Nook version, some Google version. I don't know what that is. You can you can get them there. I do know, I have found and and heard that the AA Big Book is available for free, and I will put links to all of these that the Al-Anon store page and AA Big Book links for Apple and Android into the show notes at therecovery.show slash 310. Krista sent several short voicemails. Hi, everyone. This is Krista from Nevada. I wanted to call in and thank you for your service to Al-Anon and recovery people in general. I live in a very rural area, there are no meetings in the entire county for Al-Anon, so I started one, and unfortunately, there's only two of us that show up regularly. It's been about a year now, and it's a great meeting with the two of us, but I'd really like to see more people partake in it. There are a lot of people that could use the service here in this area. But for whatever reason, they're not ready yet. So I'm grateful that you guys have your show, and I love listening. Thank you so much. Wow. I mean, I'm glad you could make a meeting, even if there are only two of you. That's, I mean, I've been occasionally to a meeting where it's only me and another person, but that's not the usual case. But I guess that's, you know, that, that bears out the, the truth of the statement that it only takes two people to make a meeting. Hi, everyone. It's Krista from Nevada. I just wanted to call in and share about This Too Shall Pass. I was listening to your show about This Too Shall Pass, and I particularly appreciated the part where 
You discussed that even when things are going really well, that this too shall pass. And for me, that resonated with me and reminded me to think of enjoying everything in the present moment. So thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, Krista. Yes, it does remind us to enjoy the moment, to live in the moment. Hi, everyone. It's Krista from Nevada. I just wanted to call in and say hello. I listened to your sponsorship program and wanted to share a little bit about sponsorship. For me, having sponsors has been one of the greatest joys in my life. I was able to select some women that were just 100% supportive of me personally and everything that I was going through. And this was something I never had growing up and very little had as an adult as well. So it's been truly a joy for me. I also have enjoyed having a sponsee that has been equally as rewarding. So thank you for all you're doing. Keep up the good work. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being a sponsor. Alina sent us a couple of voicemails. Hi there. Um, I'm just sharing on one of the podcasts that I just listened to. It was on the serenity prayer and how to apply it to my day-to-day life. I guess I usually try and read this and every time I read it, I get a different perspective of, you know, what it actually means. You know, it just depends on what I'm going through at that time. But, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. For me, right about now, it's the end of the year, and, you know, I I guess I just need to rely on my higher power a little bit more to accept the things I cannot change. You know, I have to pause a lot throughout my day, you know, in my job, and if I get frustrated or feel overwhelmed, you know, I definitely need to pause for a moment and realize that there, you know, I have to accept the things I cannot change, things that are out of my control, out of my power, people, places, events, and then focus on the the courage to change the things I can. And that big word in there is probably courage because sometimes I'm insecure about things and I don't feel like maybe the things that I think I can change are valid and sometimes I know when I share with another Al-Anon member and I just feel validated sometimes, it is a good feeling, you know. So I think I just need to realize and dig deep and find that courage and the wisdom to know the difference in the fact that, you know, I have to like calm my mind down a little bit and realize that, you know, I have to basically be able to know the difference. You know, I, I mean, the only person that I, the only thing I can really change is myself and my actions and how I react. You know, like I said, it's the end of the year. And I guess for, for me, I think about, you know, what I've, what I've done or what I haven't done for the year and my recovery and, you know, what I can do more. And, you know, lately I've been thinking about my workouts and like, oh, I need to do this a little more. I need to add more cardio and, you know, I just need to not put that pressure on myself, you know, know that I can put my recovery first and basically, you know, give it to God and let him, you know, it's in his hands and I don't need to feel overwhelmed and I'm not alone and it's just a good feeling, but I definitely 
believe that applying the serenity prayer does help in day to day. You know, it's just a matter of me being able to call upon it and remember and just take that moment to pause and just remind myself, you know, because sometimes I'm human, I make mistakes and I forget and I get consumed and I definitely feel like I've made progress. I don't get as overwhelmed and let it distract me or take over my day or anything like that. So I'm able to like acknowledge and realize it and maybe even just talking about it to another Al-Anon member does help, even if they just listen, you know, that's all I need. So that's all I have to share for today. Thank you. Good morning. I just listened to the gratitude A to Z that was shared on the podcast. And I really thought that was really interesting. At first I was like, wow, that's going to be a long list. But I guess when you sit down and think about it and you go letter by letter, you realize that you're grateful for a lot more than you thought you were. So one thing that I enjoy doing is when I'm having, whether it's a good day or a bad day, once in a while, me and another friend will send like three things that we're grateful for, like, you know, text through the day or something like that. And it just helps keep things in perspective. You know, it does help being grateful when you're feeling kind of unsure or not having such a great day or you're overwhelmed with something. It's good to just have that gratitude list. But this is something definitely that I think that I might sit down and do, maybe jot down on paper and, you know, share it with my sponsor and everything. But I thought it was a really good idea. And this is a good time of year to do it, of course. But we should always be grateful throughout the year as well. But I really enjoyed the share. I don't know, my friend just got me into the podcast and, you know, sharing, you know, after I listen. So it's it's a good thing, you know, and I feel good about it. I'm excited and I hope to be able to listen more and share more. And I'm just uh, grateful for that. So thank you. Thanks, Selena, for sharing your experience, your, your ideas, your thoughts. I have found gratitude lists extremely helpful at times. I have sometimes used the A to Z gratitude list as a method for getting to sleep. Although I usually don't get all the way through because I'm asleep before I get to Z. Thanks for calling. Thank you for listening and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. We did not talk about a problem you are facing today. Feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode. May understanding, love, and peace growing you one day at a time. Thank you.